saw a TikTok today, and um, I think it's us in the retirement home, mm. and I'm going to be paraphrasing because okay. I don't remember the at or anything, but I hysterically was laughing this morning while I was um, getting ready for work. So essentially, it was a nurse recounting a story from like when she was working on the dementia floor, uh-huh. and she said that these two sweet little ladies were sitting there, and they were talking, and one of them goes, I got to I think I'm gonna go to my parents' house tonight. I think my brother might be in town. And then the other lady goes, "Are you sure?" And she's like, "Yeah, I think so." And she's like, "Um, you're kind of old. I think they might all be dead." Welcome back to Tangible Thoughts, guys. I'm one of your co-hosts, Caitlin. And I'm your other co-host, Bailey. What, what? You might have noticed that we had taken another hiatus. Um, things got kind of crazy. Someone might have dropped out of some grad school things. Oh, another one might have had a mental that. breakdown. <laughs> wow. Does this, does this need to be an update episode? Because I forgot how hectic life has been. Uh, I think we could do like a quick, brief one and then head into the topic you picked for the day. Sounds good. Um, did you want to start with that? I would love for you to start it. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. Um, yeah, so I, I dropped out of nursing school. Why was that? <laughs> um, honestly, it's nothing about nursing. It was just the program itself I didn't like. And unfortunately, like as I've gone through it and I've met other people in these kind of accelerated nursing programs, they're also not huge fans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to hear about people that have like good experiences kind of from day one but it seems like no one's is and then you get to the end of the tunnel and it's like yes I did it and I know enough to start but is it really a good right. program is it worth the amount of money that it takes so well I think also you should probably clue in why it wasn't good because like I know I know the reason but I think especially about the class with that one professor I was thinking about like should I talk about it um, just like quick yeah and I'm not gonna say what the school is so unless I did already <laughs> Mm-mm. no um there was a class where literally it's like your clinical skills lab class and so you're in the simulation hospital looking room and there was a professor that was the most soft-spoken person which is fine but we're in this big hospital looking room and she's at the front of the class and we're 10 beds back and she's like hi i just talk like this and if you couldn't hear me that's how I felt in class because <laughs> it was so <laughs> bad. Um, but then like, and she was sweet and it was great, whatever. She, like I liked her as a person, but I could not hear her. And she'd be like, okay, so put on your blood pressure cuff. Like, no, no. It's like the girl from um, Pitch Perfect. Yeah. That just only talks in a whisper. Um, but anyway, so the class goes on and we're teaching, she's teaching vitals, but I say we because she actually was like, okay, so there's like five vi- main vitals and... Um, like which ones am I forgetting and couldn't remember and we're literally naming them for her and then she got to the point of needing to teach us blood pressure and was just like yeah you don't really need to know this like there's gonna be computers and machines to do it for you anyways like this would be best to know if Hello, the power, what goes, power out, goes out but yeah. like that's about it and then didn't even try to show anyone someone had to put their hand up and say like hey can you teach us anyway and then she was like yeah sure and asked for a volunteer gets her volunteer <laughs> and is like Oh, actually, like she tried for a couple minutes and she was like, actually, I can't hear your blood pressure. Like I can't I can't get it in my stethoscope. So hmm. never mind. My doctor's nurse uh, does it by hand still. Like people, a manual. lot of people do. I, yeah. Every time. Yeah. I wouldn't trust that uh, you'd be my nurse if you went through that program. I mean, I would trust wild. you as a person, but like, I mean, your education base. Yeah. And I'm scared that she <laughs> like I'm, I'm hoping she's great. She was a great person. But excuse me. um, She's in a doctorate program now even to be a doctorate of nursing so i'm like why don't you know these things what's going on but especially for the money these programs are like minimum 85k no matter where you go um and i get it you're going straight from a bachelor's in something not nursing to a master's which is a huge thing Mm -hmm. but man and i was commuting a couple hours away i had to pay to drive into that city the school didn't have its own parking 
there was just so many reasons not to stay. Didn't you say there was like another class where they had you show up just to leave and go read the book and the PowerPoint Mm -hmm. slides? Oh, like all of them. Um, Grad school is basically just an endless amount of PowerPoint slides that your teachers read to you and don't actually go over the content and you're teaching yourself for a lot of money (laughs) it's really bad yeah but it's everything people say people tell you grad school is hard and i just i definitely underestimated it and i could have kept up it's just i wouldn't i don't think i would have been a good nurse coming from that program i think that shows a lot of integrity just in like the understanding of because i know being like your friend your point person when you talked (laughs) to about it it was just like you were very sure that you were only looking at the quality of care you could give yeah and a quality of care came from the quality of education you were receiving and i think it takes a lot for somebody to take that step back and i also know that you were emailing other programs to see if you can get in that were better recommended Mm -hmm. yeah i tried to transfer no luck guys no luck it's okay you know it's yeah it's fine I feel like honestly it's such a good decision like good I feel great about it there's no like regrets there's no sadness of oh I don't even think like oh I won't be a nurse now I just I think there's so many ways to help Mm -hmm. people and we're in a field where we do it and I can continue in this field and the jobs we have are already so career-like that it's like this would have been a change in career but I don't need it Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there would have just been nice perks of like being able to travel and get paid no matter where I was being a nurse. Um, but right, I still love my job now. So I'm, I know, I'm I'm I know. We have, we have a funny job. We have a fun group of people that we work with and work for, and mm-hmm. very fortunate to have jobs right now. And yeah, um, yeah, fortunate to do jobs that we might be stressed out at, but like enjoy. And so. what job won't you be stressed out at? It is. It's just you know picking it. and uh, we get like great benefits here i'm not gonna oh lie my God, yeah they're really really good so i'm i'm yeah. not upset about it at all well as long as you are happy with your decisions and you're content with your decisions and you feel like it's the right thing for you and no one else can say anything or you shouldn't listen to them anyway yeah my life's on an uphill we're good over here i'm moving i've got a nicer place coming Woo. Bought a car a couple months ago i feel good yeah it's been a crazy uh hiatus for us yeah yeah um but what not in a bad way no yeah. i don't think so you want to talk about what's happening in your uh, break? Um, uh, mine was not as productive. Or I uh, did say not in a bad way either, huh? Yeah, <laughs> and now I mean, I'm like, I I just had like a moment of just like immense overwhelm overwhelmingness, honestly, mm-hmm. and a lot of that comes from I am going to, through therapy, you know, you guys, and like, woo, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and so that's that's where the joke always comes from, like, you know, we're an unlicensed therapist office and all this other stuff, but one thing like I think I underestimated people saying was that when you go to therapy and you put in the work for therapy it can be a lot and it is it's a lot of stuff is coming up a lot of things are hard and I'm still going through them but I mean I even had to call my therapist and cancel the other day because I was like I just need to do something else like I can't go in there and it was just too much and part of the thing I've been learning the last few months is self-care and self-care isn't the form that I was thinking I was doing for myself so in that I was like I have so much self-care I have a podcast where I talk about my problems (laughs) in my life and I hang out with my best friend at work all day like totally cool (laughs) um because that's how I think I sounded like just that's exactly how you sound I know right that's how you Uh. sound on this podcast (laughs) um and then it just kind of crashed and I just you know there was one time I was just standing in a gas station with my boyfriend and I just cried like there was it was no like emotional face it wasn't um anything to really trigger it It was just tears coming down and I couldn't stop it and I felt so guilty for crying but I have a great partner that just lets me embrace this change and these emotions that I'm handling and I took it to my therapist and it was like your you know your emotions are catching up with all the work you're doing and so that was, you know, my, my hiatus was just really taking that lesson and hearing it. Um, and then other than that, things have just been chilling. And I said not bad necessarily either because I feel like yeah. you had a dip, but you, or you've come back up. It, yeah, and it, it really wasn't bad. I think it's just like a learning curve, like a learning experience to the mm-hmm. point where it's it's needed. Yeah. And um, I just hit a breaking point and it wasn't a negative one. It was just a hey, here's this new realization of like, you weren't doing self-care. You weren't doing, you were, I was doing everything I thought self-care was, everything that the internet says it is, everything that people around me say it is. 
I was taking like bubble baths and drinking you're being that wine. girl yeah I was <laughs> and then it was just my form of self-care isn't that and um that was just that it, it wasn't anything bad it was just a hey reality check you're not everybody else you're not <laughs> gonna process the way they do and therapy's hard it is um and I know I make jokes in light of it all the time like I'm like oh, it's the trauma I'm in therapy like you know all this stuff but I have a lot of uh gratitude and I understand my privilege of having access to mental health care right now and um that's just that it was just a, a reality check for myself that was a lot of good points of like it is self-care for some people but it isn't for you doesn't make it you know those things that you were doing they're not wrong right and they really could work for the right person but yeah I went through a training uh for our job actually and it was around um so I'm crisis certified <laughs> in how to like and how to create crisis in other people's lives apparently <laughs> no um this certification for our organization that uh we do is essentially a de-escalation thing and how to remain safe for you and the population that you serve so in that they do talk about self-care and self-regulation in stressful moments like remain physically safe or physically safe yes but also i guess safe in the way of like how to take care of yourself you know mentally too yeah and our job is very mentally emotionally taxing and um i will say that like it is shocking how much like i can kind of get like looped into emotions here but um this training essentially was like what's your self-care plan and that was like another like knock in the head like recently where i was like what do you do like what do you do like what and i'm thinking we've had some really um horrible things happen i was wondering what word you would use i was like I traumatic traumatic. traumatic it's i think traumatic and they're horrible um and you know we do work with a population that's high risk we work with a population that struggles with understanding a lot of things within themselves and the world around them and so sometimes with different diagnoses that can manifest into unsafe situations mm-hmm. so our job is to be safe for them you know at the end of the day and so we've had these situations come up and thankfully i don't know if it's thankful that we were in it together but thankfully we have i mean you know yeah in a way it is yeah alone but it it is traumatizing together but it's like yeah at least we're traumatized together yeah i mean (laughs) (laughs) it just makes us stronger all the hot girls trauma bond honestly like it's kind of scary that we have been in the majority of them together no truly but um, i mean at work and outside of work (sighs) yeah i didn't even think outside of work i was just thinking at work but um anyway we're we just try and stay safe in it and one of the things is self-care in it and it just kind of knocked me in the head where i was like what what did i do in those moments and had me reflecting and i was like you cried know, yeah i did cry <laughs> just kidding <laughs> well the most recent one i had a really delayed reaction in crying and yeah. i but that one was ugh, the first one that we ever went through together with that one i thought about in particular and i was like our self-care in that moment to regulate ourselves was honestly i think having each other there when i think on my end i was so inexperienced in the job i mean i'd only been here for a couple months um oh the first one mm -hmm. okay okay and then the most recent one um i just had to push through it which is not self-care that's what i was gonna say though is this job requires a lot of like you put on a face and you keep working Right. And so one of the things that they talked about, and this is something that my current boss, I think, has recognized. Um, I've heard a lot of people recognize it that are um, here and I've had to like kind of defend our department. My old department, your still current department. Yeah, I was disturbed when you said my current boss and I was like, your boss is not my boss. I know. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, I I enjoy my boss right now. Um, But our in the previous time, like when that all when the last uh horrible thing happened we had an amazing boss at the time in this department i have so much love and respect for her um but the overall leader of the organization was kind of um unsure of how to properly handle the situation i think when they showed up and so when we had to react the way we did it was very much the stronger point people Mm -hmm. had to put the brave face on and so it i think i got in that day at like 10 a.m and i didn't have my breakdown until like 6 30 and that breakdown was only 15 minutes and i had to go back up and take care of people and yeah you're the well you were the boots on the ground yeah that's what my department is and you know it 
yeah and my current boss like um i've just heard tidbits where like people on this in this department have been able to your new current department my now. new current department have been able to recognize with me um because the topic comes up of this event because you know it did just happen this year and so i've kind of sat there and i'm like hey guys like not only did it just happen but you transferred departments a month after it happened yeah so i think there's a little bit of conflation of your timing of like you've i think in their minds you've been with them longer but really mm-hmm. you were still so there for that and that was mm-hmm. fresh well, and even a month into being in the department, I was still um, kind of straddling both departments because yeah. I was still training. A people. month in, yeah, you're still straddling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like I was boots in the like ground, like in the rooms, yes. like I was yeah. actually hands on. Now I'm like obviously taken more into my role, but right. my role does bleed into your. De- I'm like the liaison between the departments. Mm-hmm. I really think, mm-hmm. but um, when I first transferred in, and you know, sometimes it still comes up, but heavily when we first came in like you know a month or so in it was very much uh there was definitely compassion there there was definitely uh acknowledgement but not to the level that was needed yeah it was and in, in no way were people doing it in an ill manner um because people at our work do have genuinely good hearts and good nature um I but agree. yeah right yeah. They do. Yeah. And so it's like never anything done in malicious, but it's kind of, and they're great at reflection. I really do believe that Um, (laughs) where I have to sit there, but we, you know, there are meetings where I'm like, I'm not okay. I'm not, I'm not ready for this. And I've been able to be like, Hey guys, you know, so-and-so you got to remember they were there for this incident. They are still working through it. And, um, they've just been very like great at sitting quiet for a second and just going, okay. And like actually hearing it, and I feel like that's a real rare thing, but it is hard to. I have hate to. this grin I have on my face right now. It's only because you said they're good at reflection, reflecting, mm-hmm. and they are. No, is it reflecting? Yeah, mm-hmm. and they are. But like, <laughs> it's also an excess <laughs> over in your department, <laughs> so I can't help but but laugh. Yeah, they're like everything requires reflecting. Like, oh my god, did I just say that? And it's like chill. Like, do it at home. <laughs> Reflect at home. <laughs> yeah every sometimes i i think the more you work within the department it's a lot different and there's like (laughs) it's gonna follow up with that i don't work with them so it's it's different perspective yeah and it's kind of nice though like i will say like (laughs) uh sometimes i think i'm also a lot more like emotionally detached than some people Mm -hmm. um like i'm an emotional person but i'm also like this is work that's it um at times it takes time to get there yeah. you definitely came in very attached. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, and they just really value communication and understanding. But um, they just are trying to find their rhythm of how to communicate. Honestly, mm-hmm. is what I think is happening. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been in corporate places for a really long time. So for me, I have a very different perspective on it. And it's not bad. I really do enjoy it. Um, it's just a personal place to work like people are very you're working in a field that mm-hmm. requires empathy sympathy all these things and so they take a lot of things to heart and there's I, I mean you'd expect it right yeah I mean it's just like being a teacher you're going to connect with certain students that you have like mm-hmm. you just build those relationships and that just kind of comes with the territory I will say um whoever is in our program their their family can honestly say that this is a very caring dedicated group um, in both mm-hmm. departments, all three departments, honestly. Yeah. Um, Our company calls it the employees a family, like literally. <laughs> I don't like that term at I all. I don't like it either, but I do think that from the outside in, when you're bringing in your child here, like you can feel that. Yeah, you in definitely the, In the can. way that everybody cares in their own way. Yeah, 100%. Um, well, that recap was longer than I think I, know, I intended, was, but it's cool. No, we don't need an episode. Let's do it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. Um, okay, so then let me lobby this question to you. Do we want to end the episode where we're at, or do we want to go into what your topic originally was and just have a little bit longer of an episode? Um, how long are we at right now? Can we see? Uh, we're about at like twenty minutes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they're it's they're just telling you what the meal is. Our okay. work's currently texting us uh, in our group message, and <laughs> we're on our lunch break, so. <laughs> Yeah, we're recording at work. Let's talk about that. I didn't uh, even think about that. We're not working. Okay. We're on our lunch break. It's fine. Yes. 
we have our well yeah yeah i have an hour and then in the time that my hour crosses over she also gets off i'm here yeah. for a longer amount of time I like i was just like we're on our lunch break and i was sat there after i said it and i kind of gave you a face i was like i'm off my duty. lunch you're <laughs> off but yeah oh i love doing lunch it's so weird um okay yeah so do we what do you want um, I think that we should give the people some more. We've been gone Let's for a while. Let's do it. Give the people bum, bum, um, also, guys, just a heads up. We decided that we were going to come into this revamp of this, you know, podcast with, like, this whole vision of, like, everything. Honestly, we realized rabbit holes are our thing. And that's our whole episode is just going to be rabbit holes. And they're going to be us, like, kind of going in with a topic. Um, but we will do our check-ins every three, six, and nine months mm-hmm. of where we're at in our life goals and things like that and just enjoy having friends to talk to right now mm-hmm. yeah. so i think we just need outlets <laughs> <laughs> that's really it um what what was the topic that you had today um so i was thinking about like what are current issues current events and things to talk about and then i was just kind of like it's our first one back let's mm-hmm. answer some questions let's have a little bit of fun yeah and so i found a bunch of questions that <sighs> i would have been so upset if you did current affairs and i wasn't prepared I know, me too. I have to have That's why I was like, no, I can't do that. Because <laughs> I was you. looking over the topics and they were just way too deep for us to just dive into with yeah, no, no background. I can't do deep right now. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so I found questions that millennials have for Gen Zers, which Are is we usually... Gen Z? Okay, do we need to talk about the cutoff years first? Yeah, yeah. Because honestly... Because I don't know. The last... Whoa. When you I got do- really aggressive with that head turn. <laughs> just chill for what the hell i'm sorry i'm a little wacky in the mind um no i just know the cutoff is 96 for millennial to gen z i don't know the whole ranges of so everything. wait is 96 for millennial That's and gen the last z last year of gen z and then millennials technically 97 wait did i say that backwards no, no that's right that's, that's right. right yeah millennials technically 97 to whatever so we are we're 96 in case you guys didn't know so we're technically Gen Z, but also we should probably relate a lot to millennials, according yeah. to the Google. Yeah, I just looked it up, and you're right. Yeah. 81 to 96. Yeah, there's like a large range. I think it's 15 years for every group. Yes. But you know what I'm thinking right here? What? We're the cusp. We are. So, so we should we, relate to both yeah. sides. Maybe that's why we get so long with our like population. No, because I feel like I don't. <laughs> I feel like... Like, okay, we work with someone who's young right now, and I feel like I cannot no. connect with that person on that, a whole lot of things. Nope. That's just a different thing that we'll talk off off the podcast. They're not even nope. that much younger, though. Nope. We're going to... But I've talked um, about, like, like like regular topics. Just, like, it, oh. I can't even... I can't connect. It's, like, music, movies, all of it's totally different era. I mean, I guess. Okay. That actually brings me to my to this question. Okay, go to a question. Yeah, yeah. Why is Gen Z nostalgic for dis- <laughs> for decades they don't remem- remember slash didn't exist during? So, like, why do they love, you know, early 80s, 70s things? Or, like, for us, since we're 96ers, mm-hmm. why do we obsess over, like, 90s, early 90s, probably, things okay, that I'm we gonna, weren't alive for? I'm going to have to cut you off right there. The whole outfits and trends going on right now. Or millennials are from the 90s. Everything is. Like the, uh, anyway. Isn't that a funny question? I do think it's funny, but also you have to imagine like who raised you, you know, like what, what were you raised around? And that's most likely going to be why you're nostalgic for those things. So my parents had me young. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're, I think, well, they had my brother really young, but, um, a lot younger than me. I'm the baby. (laughs) Same. So my parents, you know, I was raised around like, 70s and 80s music you know with a little tap in of what like their parents raised him with Mm -hmm. but then on top of it I was really close with my brother who's older than me and so I modeled a lot after him same so it's the environment that we are from Mm -hmm. and I'm imagining where are you getting this 90s so my look at all the like nostalgic movies that they have my thought is like or not my thought my my question would be Someone who's born our year or is mm-hmm. like a cuss person, but is like the oldest or mm-hmm. an only child. Like, I wonder what that's like for them because we definitely took things from our older siblings. Yeah. Well, it's just going to be your environment and who you were raised around. So like friends, family. But they're asking right? this in a generic way, right? So is why is I this think it's just your environment. A lot of- it's your environment. And also, I'm going to say this. I'm going to uh, say this. I don't know if it's right. I don't uh-oh. know if it's right. Uh-oh. Don't come for me. Don't hold her to it. 
honestly, I think now a lot of things like the internet and stuff is just so readily accessible. It's so readily um, available for things to go wrong and finding information and being a part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm saying that ambiguously, obviously for reasons, but when you have that removed, it's all about just your sense of self. And I'm not saying that like there's not a sense of self with the internet at all. And I might be sounding ignorant right now. I don't know. Yeah, because you're old. You're Gen I'm Z. Old. You're not a millennial, so you don't get it. Uh, probably. TikTok is life. <laughs> oh, what she the heck dance was that? Zero TikTok moves. No, I think like there's, and there's, here's the other thing too, is like there have been moments where I'm like, man, I wish I was born like not in 96 and in 2000 and five like an earlier thing i don't know that's gross i'm (laughs) you're ridiculous (laughs) no but i'm saying because like to grow up really with internet is so different like it's already established that's what it is that's what it is with that coworker Uh that i was thinking of that's exactly because the conversation was about our students and they were talking about how all they've had is netflix and they Mm -hmm. don't they don't have patience for commercials and ads on youtube Hmm. and i was like i grew up with commercials this is i didn't grow up with a tv until i was a little bit younger i mean i didn't get one either we were not allowed to have them in our rooms we did not that was not yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah it was but when i did watch it i had commercials so that's like normal and they were so frustrated that there was like this one minute ad on pandora or something like that but and that goes to every generation think about like our parents our grandparents like what they go through when they're like what the heck like my yeah but like she's not that much like we're technically kind of in that age range so i thought you know maybe we do connect more with millennials but then it was like she was like commercials like netflix came out in like 2008 and i was like five so that's yeah. been everything for me. I remember I when like, Netflix oh had God. DVDs that they would like ship to your house. <laughs> Are you sure it's Netflix? 100%. Because my dad had Blockbuster and Netflix at the time. My dad is like one of those. This oh, is the thing about my dad. Tech. My dad is like a tech guy. Yeah. Like I literally was just texting him earlier and I was like, I need a computer. Is this a good one? And he's like, um, you're going to want a processor with this 9-3. Yeah. And I was like dad is it just a good computer for the price (laughs) or no (laughs) and then he's like sending me different ones he's like i mean i don't know i just think that like with 500 dollars, you could probably maybe get another one so we just need to keep comparing and i was like i love you you are my guy can you compare them and just tell me which one to get what's good i want to play this game on it and i want to be able to do this on it and he's like well then the one you sent me was okay but for 500 you might be able i'm like oh my god dad your dad and my boyfriend's dad are on the same page yeah he, but like, started with intel and he's all about see? all the new stuff i'm like chill my, yeah he, my dad will be like did you hear this came out this was just developed and i was like this okay. is the latest iphone okay <laughs> <laughs> i feel older but um no i'm just kidding but but yeah tech i mean it does really change mm-hmm. generations it does and like my dad was like very in it and on it so i feel like i he's more hip than you honestly but um i feel like my exposure to technology was a lot more than probably the average person around my age Hmm. but i could be very wrong because like you just saying that about netflix i'm like okay so was i exposed more like well do you relate more than to millennials i don't know what's the next question let's find out (laughs) (laughs) well the next one is why is i thought it was ridiculous so i chose it why is gen z rude to service workers i'm not i don't think gen z is is that a thing i think millennials I think it are worse wait this is millennials asking gen z so the younger people have this question yeah well here's the thing gen z also goes back to 1981 so maybe it was an older ones, but like, I feel like for me i've worked in the service industry so i mean but here's the other thing too we have a friend that until we started hanging out did not tip remember Uh, i have a friend that doesn't tip still yeah and so that's what i'm saying it's a mix it's a mixed population mixed crowd so maybe the majority of people are i don't know also millennials are the ones that are in the service Mm -hmm. industry more so now Mm -hmm. we're moving on to like career kind of fields oh yeah 100 percent there yeah but also i think like you and me i know that whenever we go out to eat we tip we make sure we clean the table we make sure we stack it i went as far as going on server reddit to know how to stack the cups and plates because like i never want to be an inconvenience to somebody but i know that there is some a-hole that has ruined some part of their day can we rabbit hole about this a little bit yeah go please i okay stacking i saw this person going on a rant about how upset they were that customers stack their stuff because they can't reuse the dipping sauces and restaurants reuse the dipping sauces if you if they look fine like if you dipped one fry in your ketchup and it looks all right they'll reuse it 
No. So they hate when customers sack because they can't reuse it. I don't think that's true. Also, um, someone let me know. Hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah. Please. I'm going to interject this here. Please. Someone let us know if your restaurant that you work out does that. And dishwashers hit us up about the next part. So there's a dishwasher saying that they also hated it because it means that they like stick together and they create a suction that's harder to get apart in this well, the yeah. little dipping cups. And then another one was like, no, because the water gets in between and it slides out. So I need answers. I have never been a server. I need answers. Well, you okay at our first job when we did party hosting think back about well i as an ethical person would never do some nasty sh- like that well yeah serving anything um and mm. i just didn't have those kind of issues i don't know it's I, not, I don't think it's serving enough maybe know. maybe i don't know i i just went on server reddit i didn't look at the dipping <laughs> sauces i don't know about that one but i do make it a point to like when i stack the plates scrape everything onto one plate mm-hmm. and we'll lightly wipe down the other one before stacking they said it sometimes that's a problem because it just sticks to the bottom of the other plate that you stacked it on that that's would otherwise been clean that's why i wipe it oh, okay guys please there's let me know. no winning well you i want to win as much as i can i do too and i think it's like we're trying okay yeah so at least us two we can't say that we get points for trying i also leave notes on my receipts so where i say thank you because when do i was you? yeah because no, but when I was a server, I mean, maybe <laughs> when I was a server, I used to write little notes like first job, first job and uh, second. Or, okay. The drink one. Yeah. Um, I would write on the receipts. And so especially the first job, I'd be like, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day. Okay, you mean you'd write on them as the worker? Yeah, as a worker. And I would hand <laughs> okay. it to them. And I remember people being like, this is so sweet. It's such a personal touch. So when I'm leaving a restaurant, take my money. Here's my tip. It's probably not going to be super crazy to you, but at least like have a kind sentiment. So even if it's just a thank you of appreciation, I try. I thought you were saying you leave it as a customer. That's why I said, are you flirting? No. Like, thank you for serving me. I do leave it as a customer. I don't say hit me up. I do it now. I, but I started it when I was a server. Okay. All right. You're being nice. I get it. I'd be like, she liked me. Probably. Honestly, they'd be like, what the heck? My boyfriend knows that I do this, and he'll literally wait for me to write. You know what my mom does to a lot of people? She what? winks. She winks at her servers. Your mom is so great. All the time, she's like, thanks. <laughs> Stop. It doesn't even look good. It's not even a good wink. Please. Can I have a napkin? All these pauses are winks that are exaggerated. The next time she does it, can you no, please record bad. it? She's a bad winker. It's not timed right. It's such an old people thing to do. I love it. I love it. Um, anyway, let's get some more questions in here. And then yeah, I yeah. think that these are <laughs> ridiculous. These are for older Gen Z for sure. Okay. Why does Gen Z love loud phone notifications? It is one of the biggest annoyances to me when people have that. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, just turn ding, on silent, have it on ding. vibrate. That's like when before we started recording and your phone went off, I was like, was that your phone? Like, I yes. did not want to mess I with you. I do keep my work phone on loud just in case there's an emergency. But personal phone, mm. I would die. I couldn't do that all day. I, for the first time, turned on, like, my sound in, like, years. And it's still my high school text tone, which is, like, ooh, teeny. I remember that. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> and I only just recently turned it on because of... One of our clients was having a rough time, and I was like, oh, and they were talking about Star Wars, and I was like, oh, I have this text tone, and I looked at it, and it's still my text tone, but it's never on loud. But, like... Wait, it's still your text tone? Uh-huh. I haven't changed it. It's just on... iPhones, it just automatically loads it. But that you, yeah. Um, older older ones that have it, I, I would assume it's because they lose their phones a lot. Or their hearing. Yeah. I'm imagining way older people. Well, they're, they're 15 years older than us, so... Yeah. Wow. 40s. 40s okay that's your next one um why this is a lie why does gen z hate eyebrows i don't have well the 90s were thin yeah that was the trend yeah i don't know i I like them listen i just want mine to look good and i'm always trying to find new trends (laughs) yeah eyebrows change eyebrows in fashion not fair questions when we were in high school era like thick eyebrows were in for whose high school era then thin was in in my high school era no i'm saying like oh like the end of my high school you're you yeah, graduated before me yeah. yeah so like the year of our first job essentially okay do you remember yeah they were getting th- yeah because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when i first started filling mine in and i was like uh, 
I have looked back at pictures and, and you I had don't have eyebrows ones now compared to the I first ones. I don't have eyebrows now. I just draw them on. I know. Um, talk about that. Talk about that. I'm talking about. Oh, that. you're talking about my drawn on ones are yeah, thick. Yeah, I thought yeah, you were yeah. saying your natural eyebrows are thick. No, I'm hearing what my dreams wish they could hear. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. I'm so I sorry for your loss. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right what's the next one um i think this one's a personal attack and it makes me laugh okay why does gen z love to be overly flirty on tiktok i think this is so I'm funny because my tiktok is all tits. yours <laughs> yours popped up on my for her personal one you guys popped up on my for you page and i had to call her and i was like why do i just see some face and just knockers like what is happening <laughs> on all tits and i don't have an answer <laughs> um i am not like that Oh, no, I but you also don't like TikTok. I Not like, like you TikTok. don't like it, but you don't like uh, TikTok. You mean posting? Yeah. I like posting if I know what I want to post, but I don't want to just have my boobs out there. Just post trends, and if that means boobs, it's boobs. I did try and post a trend on ours. I did. I like the funny ones that are just like... I wish I could do the dances. Yeah. But it's just... That should I be a question. Why know. can't Gen Z do the TikTok dance? I ain't got no rhythm. I ain't got no beat. I just know that about me. Are you, rapping? Are you rapping on this podcast? Um, why doesn't Gen Z know how to torrent? Do you know isn't what torrent is? Yeah, that's for like the internet, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, like a torrent something you download. I'm like pretty sure. Yeah. T-O-R-N-E-T? T-O-R-R-E-N-T. T-O-R-R. ENT. The fact that we're oh, googling wow. this right now. I just right spelled now, that so wrong. The fact that we're googling this right now screams loudly. Uh, there's a bit torrent. No torrent file. So I'm right about what I'm talking about. It's giving old. <laughs> Is a communication protocol for peer-to-peer file sharing. Yeah. Get out of here. You had to Google it. Well, I googled it to make sure because I was like, "There's no way that that's what they're talking about." But I know that because mm-hmm. I used to play computer games, yeah. and that's how I would get my little mods for yeah. Sims, zip files, and all that. Yeah, yeah. I think I win at that one. Do you guys agree? <laughs> <laughs> I like Google because you gave me a weird look, and I was like, "It's the file." Thing. No, it's because you just doubted yourself, and I was like, "I did. I no did. Reason. I have no self confidence." Apparently, there's what's the next no one? Let's <laughs> <gonna> move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, did you know how to do that? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, we can move on now. Once you said Sims 2, I was like, that's the perfect example. Yeah. Why does Gen Z love All-Star by Smash Mouth? <laughs> Who doesn't love The All-Star? Shrek came out when we were little, you guys. Do they not love it? Hey, him? now, you're an All-Star, not trying to get copyrighted. Um, there you go. There you go. Yeah, no. So Shrek came out, and that song was popular, really honestly, because of Shrek. And it's like one of your favorite childhood movies, the soundtrack replays. I just need to know, does Gen- uh, does, do millennials not love this song? Is it not for everyone? I think that they would have an equivalent for them, but I also would want to know, do the older, like, 1981 people like Smash Mouth? I was about to say yes. I was going to say <laughs> my boyfriend likes it, but he's not that old. No, he's not. He's really not. But I think old when I think of him. Oh, God. I'm sure. He's going to listen back and be like, excuse me? I know. He's going to hate me. Love you. Mm-hmm. Why does Gen Z act like they're sorry for giving you a compliment? I feel like I don't do I don't that. understand that question. Let me see. They have, oh, Can you give me an example? They have one, yes. Okay. Forgive me, but I love your dress. Forgive you for what is what they said. No offense, but I think you're awesome. Is another example. I haven't, I don't say that when I give a compliment, so I don't know. No offense. I just am like, I really like your nails. I really like your dress. I really like your face. I feel like there's an early me that probably did this more. But you, were you, you probably picked it up from somebody you were around. It goes back to environment. I really, I really believe it's environment factors. Yeah. I don't know. There was like a journey of definitely learning how to not say sorry about everything. So I feel like I probably did do it at some point. Maybe. You know, basic things like, well, I don't mean to bug you, but like, and it's not even, you're not even bugging them. Oh, I say that all the time. I tell, I'm like, I'm here to annoy you. And like, I just own it like that. And then like one of our coworkers actually was like, you, I want to let you know, you never bother me. You're never annoying me. And I was like, oh no, I just say that as like a, hey, like a knock on a door kind of thing. Like, hey, I'm yeah. in here. <laughs> yeah. See, you've just made it into a joke. Yeah. Are we all just trying to cope now? Probably. <laughs> it's the trauma. How long are we at? We got yes. some time. Okay. Why does Gen Z love sexy cartoon animals? This is, what? No, this is a thing. This what? This is a thing, I think, for... Because we are like the year of cartoon... Like Lola Bunny. 
Okay. People freaking love her. Yeah, I understand. Like in a sexy, obsessed way. What? And like um, Jessica Rabbit. Oh. Someone yeah. just said your hair is like Jessica Rabbit to me when I had it red. Yeah, there's an obsession there. <laughs> with them. I don't think I've ever noticed it. I'm not like that. I feel like I always see people and like they'll post not even the cartoon ones, but like they'll always post people's moms or like she was thick. And I'm a, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta raise my hand. You have a confession? I <laughs> no, like. I have a question to clarify because on TikTok, I just saw this the other day and I was like, what the heck is this? This person rating the sexiest uh, like cartoon animals mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I can't answer that for you guys other than like you were right. We were they were around all the time. But like I yeah, they just they were that was our TV. We had, like, morning cartoons. We didn't have, like, oh, I don't know. We didn't have, we didn't wake up and get to scroll and see hot people on TikTok or Instagram. Like, everyone on Instagram is hot. They're the age of, like, filters. I'm on Instagram. I'm hot. Yeah. They're the age of filters, and you show this, like, perfect life. We didn't have that. We had Lola Bunny. <laughs> I don't agree, but I, I can don't... see why that's a thing. I would like the next question, because I feel like this is something I need to process that I just Because connected. I feel like you're picking it up as, like, low-key, like, bestiality in a way. Probably. I probably yeah. am, like, processing But I think it's also, like, I just never thought that... I like it. People have said those comments, but I've just never thought of them. I'm just like, that's a little okay. I don't like this question. Huh. Why is Gen Z obsessed with making up slang words that make no sense to every other generation? Like, simp. But they make up whole phrases, too. Everyone does it wait do you do they have like other ones no they just said like simp but like don't i feel who made up goaded what generation greatest is that? of all time that's goaded like mm-hmm. who said who is that from us that's us i think actually because they also probably have to claim drake and that's definitely not him <laughs> okay maybe they're right do you know why is your jaw dropping i'm just reading <laughs> I'm just reading. Um, it's a. We do make up stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm really like. Lie. We do. I don't think I've ever thought about that. Me neither. They just said it was lame. It comes from pimpology, it says. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so serious. Oh my god. Maybe because we're the Scotsman.com. Maybe because we're the time of Urban Dictionary. Oh, yeah. I still go to Urban. Was first coin. Sim was first coined in 1985 after U.S. rapper Too Short used it in his 1985 hit Pimpology. That makes sense, Bay. The word at that time was described was to describe someone who is stupid. We do make stuff. Uh, yeah, the but same generation of that. Honestly, like, like for short. our age group, what was our words? Anything Drake says. <laughs> <laughs> What's your next question? <laughs> um, why, why does Gen Z <coughs> you mm-hmm. Snapchat instead of text? You're a Snapchatter. I, you're a Snapchatter and it's dead. I talk to us. <laughs> I would like to say one thing. <laughs> I have lessened the amount I Snapchat because I have friends that Snapchat way more than me, um, and I also tailor it to the person so like for example you mm-hmm. you if i send you it snapchats because in that moment that video that i'm making is hilarious and i can't call you and i want to save it for my memories okay a lot of times like i like even today like i snapchat and it's literally just to save them to my memories and not have to worry about my icloud like filling up yeah but i was thinking about that because uh-huh. i go through like you know this time last year mm-hmm. I don't snapchat know itself takes up a heck of memory on your phone because it's Stop. saving all the pictures. And Does I was like, really? I am not beating the system. I just looked at that. Oh, my God. I feel broken. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, maybe I'll do this instead of my photos. But No. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I'm just kind of very frustrated with that. Um, I don't really use it as much anymore. I like to just save them on there because I thought I was beating the system. Clearly, I'm not because I don't think things through. But, I mean, I feel attacked. That's just, of course, we would think the same thing. Mm. Same person, different body. Different bodies? Um, <laughs> I need help. <laughs> Why does Gen Z love sticking their tongue out for photos? And I think that's like a very throwbacky question. Back in the yeah. you know, MySpace days. She just uh, stuck her tongue out and put a peace sign up. I did. Also, a lot of times in the early 90s, like it was like throwing up a hand signal and sticking your tongue out. Um, 
I'm looking at a picture of me and my friend on the wall. Look, do you see my tongues out in that picture? Yes. Yeah. I definitely. Are you looking at all your pictures? I am. I'm looking at all my pictures. Maybe Um, that's why Snapchat did the dog filters like their first year because people were always doing tongue out. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have an answer to that other than uh, I saw it a lot on the TV from the stars. Just, you know, Matthew uh, Lillard used to do it a lot in the 90s, I feel like, in movies. Or maybe it's just like one movie I played on repeat with him. Unfortunately, it, it it only developed into duck lips for me, and uh, it never really went away. It just kind of changed. I would like a different question because <laughs> we suck, and I we're being called I out. Just like a little thinking of all the stuff I've never thought about we're before. We're being called out. Why does that Gen Z try to change millennial dances and make them more complicated? Now, this I don't know. Like, what are millennial dances? Um, I. You, I I don't dance again. I don't have rhythm. <laughs> um, it's it says the instructions to, to the song are in the song. He literally says, "Walk it out." Why are you complicating the dances? Do we do we complicate? I'm like like to the left. We we just follow the directions. Maybe we're millennials in this aspect. Yeah, I don't know. That was sorry that we died off on that question. We obviously both don't. We dance would like shuffle that. across the floor, shuffle and diagonal, whatever. Oh, I was singing that the other day, mm-hmm. and my like uh, clients just were singing it with me. It was great. Um, what we got any other ones over there? That was the last one for that round of questions. Okay, okay. Well, and I, I don't really know. I I don't know the answer to some of those questions, but I also feel like there's a lot of them though. I mean, but that makes sense for us to be cusp and not know. Mm-hmm. Does it? <laughs> I would think so, just because, especially if some of the, like, simp is in 90, 1985, you know? What, yeah. what, what? Your I whole face just another, changed. I just went through another webpage, and it okay. just was funny. It said, why do millennials and even older people say stuff online like, and then it starts to quote, blank wins the internet for today, and then they <laughs> ended the tweet with, pack it up 2010. <laughs> it is very 2010. It, I don't know. We ha- I have a friend, uh... He's my old roommate, and he'd be like, bring back 2012, Caitlin. He does that all the time, and I'm like, I didn't even, what? We are old. So I don't even know how that started, but it is a thing. It is. That's funny. (laughs) Back it up, 2010. (laughs) Okay, last one. Why do millennials, okay, why do, period, millennials, period, love writing, period, social media bios, period, like this, period, Dog mom, period. Wine lover, period. Christ follower. Because that's it, period. We don't. We say little stuff like that. Because they're just separate sentences. Like, I'm a dog mom, period. And you have limited characters. What do you want from me? Also, we we did grow up with limited characters. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a Like, Twitter. 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 What is it? 120 or something? I don't remember. But it was, like, way limited. And I remember they tested it out, like, longer, uh word counts or character counts whatever and i remember chrissy teon was like they blessed me with one i was like what yeah now it's just everyone's got like 300 plus or something. yeah sometimes i'm like i don't need no i don't even write all of this but i'm going to my bio right now on instagram is just college dropout <laughs> and that's <laughs> that's it wow you find Love that it. bio you found me <clears throat> it's gonna change mm, not for a while <laughs> i just remember all the bio changes we had I used to change mine so much. So much. Gosh. Have you gone into the virgin history mm-hmm. and seen it? I sure I, have, unfortunately. I sure did also. And I was like, wow. I we said sure F you to somebody and then put their name and like a heart or something. And I was like, what is wrong with me? It's plain hard to get. Chaotic. <laughs> it is chaotic. Crisis training. Create crisis in other people's Well, lives. I'm, I'm trained now. I told you. Hmm. <laughs> You guys gave us a lot of things to th- think about with we these did. questions. Um, I feel so attacked. I need to stop reading because I'm like, this what's is What's the neat. next one? What is the other why one? do millennials always refer to their... We're not... I mean, this is the cusp. Yeah. Why do millennials refer to their pets as fur babies? <laughs> I'm emotionally attached to my dog. We're also... We're, <laughs> I, don't I, know I, I don't know. We're not technically millennials, but I'm going to say we is because we fit in all mm-hmm. categories. We're the generation of like, we can't afford kids. This is what we got. And they are kids. Yeah. I treat my dog really well. Yeah. You guys, I know. Like, can I wrap it up after I say the story? Or unless you have another one on there that's really bloggling. Um, no, I don't have another story. No. Okay. I was going to talk about Tom Segura and he references pets and kids and all that. And how it's not the same. And you'll never get it till you have kids. 
watch that on your own time i all of us will um i my dog is like a rescue from a shelter and i got him when he was three months old is this whole like backstory about getting him and um anyway there is there was a debate for like the first two two three years of his life of what kind of dog he was because when i adopt him they said it was a box he was a boxer mix um and then he was really big and like <laughs> outweighs a boxer <laughs> i was like what the heck is this he's a horse and he's like just tall but it's like a awkward tall like he's not super tall but he's not like an average dog height. it's just it's just different things are quirky about him and he's solid he's not like the yeah. skinny tall guy tall dogs like doberman yeah a yeah. great dane he's just like a solid tall yeah he's a horse. and so people were always debating it and so finally I, had a, I have a really great friend and she was like we're gonna settle this and she got me the dna test thing for him did the dna test and officially know his dog what his dog breeds are but I logged into the thing for the first time in a couple months because it connects you ancestry wise. And his dog, Bio Dad, is on there. <laughs> and I have been freaking out because I found it yesterday. And I just want you guys to know at first I was really panicked that like the owners were going to come in of like his Bio Dad come and try and take him from me. And I was like, Super it's random. not a kid. It is not custody like that. They cannot do that. I've legally owned him since he's three months old. Yeah, that's just that's an intrusive thought right there. Yeah, and so then I kind of like you know whatever, and I told my boyfriend I was like, oh my gosh, you know, our dog's bio dad, blah blah blah. And so I'm at work, and you know Bailey and I are sitting there, we're like, let's go get some <laughs> coffee or whatever <laughs> on our break. And he texts me and he goes, do you think the owners would give up his dad? <laughs> and then another message goes never mind and i was like you really had to work that one through but um you're both wild it just feeds into the like fur babies thing you're both wild for that i just love my they're dog. gonna take our dog maybe we could get his dad. <laughs> crazy maybe yeah i have to love my dog just to love him after what he did to my stairs he tore <clears> them up i hope my landlord does not hear this never who are you nah yeah i don't exist all right y'all i think we had some fun with the questions I had a lot of fun with that, actually. Yeah, we should do that more I'm often. I'm attacked, but I feel good. It's fine. <laughs> Would you like to do the outro? Um. Well, we have some social medias out there or whatever. Uh, I don't know what they are. No, I'm just kidding. <gasps> I'm totally kidding. They are Tangible Thoughts Podcasts on Gmail. Oh, at Gmail. And Tangible Thoughts Podcasts on TikTok and Instagram. And oops rabbit hole on twitter i think that's all we got we oh we're also on patreon we are now tangible thoughts podcast you can join for free and you can listen to these episodes you know on thursdays is what we say and then um there's also you can pay for membership and listen on tuesdays for early release um that might change that might change it probably will don't hold us to it and just pick the bigger package not for the content that you get but for the love you have of us <laughs> um you can also listen to our first ever episodes on there from mm. uh the first time we try to do this with much worse audio so oh yeah best of luck to your ears <laughs> honestly good luck and we'll see you next time bye guys bye